Let's get it. Welcome to Grist Talk. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up? What's up, Coop? How you doing, my guy? As always, surviving and thriving. How are you? I'm good, man. That hits different on a day like today. <laughs> you probably know, like, if you normally listen to this show, our voices are a little bit different. It's <laughs> that lower. time of year. That's why, that's why we did not have a podcast on Monday. We'll be right back tomorrow with the Hampton Sports Podcast. Yep. But we had to get in our Grizz Talk today because, guys, what? we in Minnesota now. We in Minnesota now without... The we in Minnesota. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We have so much to get into today, including a potential young trade target the Grizzlies could be after. And also, as I just referred to, we will preview tonight's game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. But first, let's recap the Grizzlies weekend, man. Last Friday, uh, I went and saw the Pelicans versus the Grizzlies in FedEx Forum, and Najee Marshall tried to get active. I was sitting there. We were up by 35. I was just cooling. And then South Memphis came in, started chirping at Najee Marshall, and he didn't like it, and he started chirping at Joe. What was your reaction to seeing all that, bro? So, obviously, I didn't watch it live like you did because uh, I wasn't at the game. But I literally was watching the highlights, and then I w- went on Instagram to look at stuff, and I saw that was, like, on four different accounts. And I was like, what is happening here? Mm. And then you just see Najee Marshall chirping his butt off, and Josh is sitting there like this. Yeah. And then Job, they both get tagged. Yeah, Job was the first one to get the tag, I'm pretty sure, because I was in the arena confused as hell. I'm like, Najee's literally has went after him the past two plays. Like, what is this? And why, out of all the Pelicans players, Zion, maybe, okay, uh, maybe, maybe Jonas, Brandon. yeah, Brandon, uh, before he got injured, it yeah. was just like, but Najee Marshall, why the hell are you chirping at John Moran? Made no damn sense Played to me. 14 minutes. Then was chirping with Ja. In garbage time, bro. Like this, I, I turned to my dad like two minutes earlier, and I'm like, bro, Ja's got to be, we're up by 35 here. Yeah, I think he's about ja to go be, out. He's going to be checking out sometime here soon. Like, Jose Alvarado makes sense to Ja. Yeah, Jose, because it was a battle like the first quarter when yeah. the game was actually closed last Friday against the Pelicans. But, yeah, the fact that Najee Marshall tried that was definitely interesting. It was good. Yeah. I will say this. I'll save this for more of our national podcast tomorrow. But Zion Williamson, because I watched Ja warm up and I watched Zion warm up. Zion still looks too big. And he, I know he has that weight clause, but I don't know, man. I mean, he has. I feel like the Pelicans, like you and I both were really high on them coming in this year. I feel like they've had a battle too many injuries. They already. have. Like, I'm not ready to put a judgment on this yeah. team either. I think they're going to be obviously a playoff team. Yeah. Look, we were 9-10 and 10 last year. We ended up being second in the Western Conference. I'm not putting a bow on that. I just think Zion still needs to play his way into a little yeah. bit better shape. Oh, absolutely. And I think him having the off and on, I don't know if there have been hamstring or shoulders. He's had some yes. lingering little nagging thing that's kept him out for one or two games. Then he comes back in, then Facts. one or two games. I feel like he still hadn't been able to get into a rhythm. Because, like, dude, yes, we beat the crap out of them. 14, 5, and 4 is just not a yeah, stack on your costume. Yeah, like, it was a minus like 30 or something. Yeah. Worst thing in his career. Like, yeah, I mean, right. it was a, it was a, a tough scene for Zion. For him. And Ja played, well, 23 and 11 before he came out. Thanks. Let's shout out the chat real quick. Diesta, you were first in the chat. Matthias, was up, my guy? Zay, Grizz for the chip. Absolutely. Brady, amazing. Remember me? Absolutely, I do. Let's get into Josh Show and Madison Square Garden. <sighs> Sunday. What a game this was, bro. This is awesome. This was Jalen Brunson and John Morant just battling. And I loved every second of that. I think it was 124-123 victory over the Knicks. 127-123 agree is. Yeah, I'm just going to start from the back end. Ja trying to 360 to win the game and then catching his own rebound and laying (laughs) it up. We lucky he caught that. I know. (laughs) I was about to be some kind of fizz, but I was like, all right, he caught it. He got the rebound and laid it up. But Jalen Brunson went the hell off in that fourth as well. Give my props there. Dude, because like. 
I wasn't even fully paying attention because we were – I think we were playing games with my fam or whatnot. But yeah. I saw this, like, third quarter we were on, and I was like, all right, we good. Yeah. We got this. And then I looked down, and I'm like, holy crap, it's a close game. And, my God, it didn't matter who was on Jalen Brunson aside Ugh. from Jaron. But he was, and we couldn't we couldn't defend for shit either because no. we were in the driver's seat the whole time. We just could not stop. No. Obviously, Jalen Brunson and then uh, Julius Randle. I, I didn't look at his stat line, but I think he had his way a little bit as well. He had a almost triple double. He was assist <laughs> away from yeah. triple double. Fourteen, ten, and nine. But on his birthday, he just went off. And Ja was uh, twenty seven, fourteen. Ja was twenty seven, fourteen, and ten. Yep. Uh, BC play well. Uh. Tough scene. Oh, Tough scene. BC ain't been playing well. Yeah. I'll, I'll that I'm ready for Zaire and Dez to get back. But bro. I'm just glad we're keeping it afloat right now because people don't realize we have two of our five starters out, you know, Facts. and Desmond Bain. This is an all-star level, Desmond Bain. At least it was the first month of the yeah. season. Dude, he was averaging 25. Exactly. Like, I mean, he was on pace. I mean, ESPN's still putting out articles, even though he's out for probably another two weeks. They're Facts. still putting out articles that he's the number one guy to be a first-time all-star. Yeah. Like, and, uh, yeah. and you have people like Shea, Tyrese. You have people out there playing uh-huh. like out of their mm-hmm. minds and Desmond Bain's still in the first yeah. thought that comes to mind. Exactly. Shea, Shea is obviously the better player, but I think Desmond Bain's on a winning team right now and that should guarantee an all-star spot exactly. for him as well. Andrew Wiggins. Exactly. Anything else about the Grizzlies weekend against the Knicks and the Pelicans? No, but Jaron Jackson and Des- uh, Dylan Brooks both played incredible. Yes, Dylan Brooks, I, I will mention because we will have a rough segment of him <laughs> coming up, but uh, Dylan Brooks has been fantastic the past couple games. You and I have given our fair share of hate towards him, but you know he's starting to pass the ball, shoot less, and I really like what I've seen from Dylan lately and Jaron. Ever since he came back, he has looked incredible. Yeah, I mean, he's averaging basically 20 points a game. Yes. Other, aside from and the they're first rebounding, game. too. The rebounding has been amazing. Dude, he's looked like a big. I'm exactly. gonna be honest, like Jaron. And obviously, that sounds like a weird statement because he's a seven footer. But Jaron mm-hmm. was always one of those guys that maybe if you got five rebounds, you're like, that's mm-hmm. a good night. Now he's out here, just seven is like nothing, and he's out there tomato chesting people. He grabs yes. that ball and he goes down. Like I think he's finally caught on to. Hey, guess what? You're the biggest guy on the court. Yeah, act like it. And mm-hmm. I love it. I love I the aggression too. and the the activity we're seeing from Jaron right now. I do too. I do too. Let's get into. This potential young trade target the Grizzlies could be after. We're obviously going to preview tonight's Timberwolves game at the end of this. You'll be sure to stick around for that. But the Pistons, a report came out last week that they're taking calls on their young, I don't know if star you'd call it, but he has scored 50 before. Sadiq Bey is now on the trade market. They're taking calls over him. And I just wanted to compare one of you know his career stats to Dylan Brooks' career stats. Dylan has been great um, the past couple games. Hopefully he can continue to be. Um, hopefully we don't even have to make a trade. We can continue on this trajectory we on. But if we decide to go there, Sadiq versus Dylan. They both average 14 points per game in their career. Sadiq, five rebounds. Dylan, three rebounds. Sadiq, two assists. Dylan, two assists. Both 35% from three. Sadiq does shoot a lot better from the free throw line, 85% there. Dylan is 79%. The major difference between these two is the pay scale. $11 million a year for Dylan Brooks, $3 million for Sadiq Bey. Also, the age, Sadiq Bey is just 23 years old. Yeah. There's also a couple all-stars that are 23 years old, and that would kind of match the age range Good. for our guys. But what, do you, what are your thoughts on Sadiq Bey and the Grizzlies possibly targeting him? I'm not saying we need to. We yeah. continue to win. It is just an idea. Oh, yeah. We're, we're a 
talking podcast. Exactly. We? We, we're just talking. And I mean, ideas are fun to talk about. Yes, so, they are. And first off, I'll say this. It's kind of weird to me that the Pistons are shopping him as opposed to some other players on their team. And I won't say who, but... Say who. Bo- Bo- Boyan Bogdanovich. Yeah. I'm shocked that they... One, I'm shocked they traded for him. Two, I'm shocked they are keeping him. Because like, this team stinks right now. Yes, they like, are. And this is a team that horrible. you and I were, were excited to watch. Five and 18, I believe, right yeah, now. Yeah, they're horrible. Yeah, they're plenty. Um, why are you... One, I'm concerned as to why you're wanting to trade a 23-year-old. Like, that's my f- initial thought with the Pistons side of it. Grizzlies, if you're getting a 23-year-old guy who has the tendency – he's a microwave. Yeah. I mean, if he hits one, he's hitting probably five. Yeah. And um, Grizzlies like young guys exactly. who outplay their contracts. People don't know Desmond Bain is making $2 million <laughs> this year. He's $2 million. One of the cheapest all-stars exactly. uh, that you could ever ask for. And mm-hmm. Sadiq, I mean, he's lengthy. He's six seven, which we're in – Desperate need of some wings right yes. now. Um, so he'd be a perfect fit alongside this team. I am concerned at what the price will be. Because at the end of the day, we're talking about a 23-year-old guy who, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, he did have a 50-point game. I think it was the la- very last game last year against the Magic, if I remember correctly, for the Pistons. So they're obviously not just going to give him away for Dylan Brooks. No. At the end of the day, they'd probably be dumb for that. Obviously, and the contracts don't work as it is. You no, just it's three not going to be a straight-up trade. It'd probably involve a pick like you were telling me yeah. off air. Yeah, so I th- I'm wondering what they're wanting capital-wise because if they're willing to move him, they're obviously they're like, hey, we'll we'll punt this year, but we need something in return to give up a 23-year-old as opposed to just getting a 27-year-old back mm-hmm. who's in a contract here, might I exactly. add. Which, hey – they could be like, give me your expiring contracts and throw in a couple picks, and we'll give you. Because exactly. that way we get to punch some money off the books. There might be a free agent they're looking at. I Who mean, knows? there's a lot of obstacles that come into trades. That's why you and I are on this side of the trades as opposed to the, Yeah, exactly. In the we're, office, we're not in the front office. We trust Zach Kleiman and people like that exactly. in the front office. Uh, shout out Spartan. I do see your comment. We're going to get to that in just a second. But it's opinion time. Uh, as a Grizzlies fan, would you want to see Sadiq Bay targeted for our squad? Absolutely. I mean, if if there's a wing out there, I'm gonna be honest. It doesn't matter if it's Sadiq Bay or anybody else. If there's a six seven wing that can shoot 35 percent from three, sign me up. And it can space the floor for guys like John Moran. John Moran. And you add Desmond Bain next to him. I mean, that there's so much space on the floor to operate exactly. uh, for our. All NBA point guard. I, I'm all there for it as well. Exactly. And the age matches up. Yep. It matches up with the locker room. And when you have all guys that are the same age, you see the culture the Grizzlies have developed, and that's because most of them are the same age. It's like a college atmosphere in Memphis oh, yeah. right now. No, I mean, it, we have a young core. And it's so exactly. nice because they're so much fun to watch. Even though we've had a lot of injuries this year, sadly, and we haven't got to watch our whole team yeah. still play yet. RIP Zaire and Dez are coming back soon, hopefully before the Warriors Christmas game. I'm going to be honest. I think that's going to be the first game that everybody's I think so, too. I think they're like – I think we're going to mop the Golden State Warriors, too. I think we're going to beat them so bad that Draymond's going to punch our entire team. (laughs) Yeah, It's not that I'm from Memphis or anything, but, like, I welcome it because I don't know what our bench will do. I know what our bench will do. They'd be whooping that trick <laughs> oh in his face. God. Out in chasing face, <laughs> In your face, Steph Curry. I love it. I love it. Let's get into tonight's uh, Minnesota game. We in Minnesota now. We in Minnesota. Carl Anthony Towns is missing four to six weeks with a calf strain. Uh, you and I texted back and forth about this video. For those of you who have not seen the video of Cat getting hurt, it was a non-contact injury. Yep. At first glance, I thought it was Achilles, but it's just a calf strain. Yep. He will be missing the next month to month and a half. Uh, what does this do for the Timberwolves, and how does it make you feel about tonight? I feel better about tonight because Cat's usually somebody that can cause us problems. Yes. I, for some weird 
because obviously you heard. I'll say what I said to you when I first walked in. We're gonna mm-hmm. beat the crap out of them. I think. I think we beat the crap out of them. Tonight. I do too. For some odd reason, though, I do feel like this might make them look better. Yeah. And what I mean by that is you have just one center clogging the paint. I think it's going to allow for Kyle Anderson or somebody else to step into a starting lineup. And I feel like that offense might look a little bit better. Because Anthony Edwards has been coming along. I think they could play better without him. What if they do? What if they play better without Carl Anthony Towns? They move on? No, they won't move on. They just signed up to a massive contract. They need to get rid of Rudy Gobert. Let's be honest. I know. I, they, I've said it all but year. They but they can't. I know they just can't. mortgage our entire future. The the GM's not going to do that. I'm saying if they move off Carl Anthony Towns, that's handing the keys to Anthony Edwards. That's something they should have did. They should have done that before the yeah. Rudy Gobert thing. But they they should still also can got rewrite the ship and hand him the keys. Yeah. I don't know. I do think we mopped the floor with him tonight because at the end of the day, we kind of keep we, we kind of beaten the crap out of them last time we played. Them. I know, and that that's was what Kat. I'm feeling. I'm really hoping so because it'd be three straight for us too. Because yeah. we did lose two straight before we won two straight. So I'm just hoping we're back on track. We also have another opportunity Friday night against the Philadelphia 76ers. Who are I believe, beating up? Yeah, they are heating up. I believe Joel Embiid made his return okay. here recently. I know James Harden is still out, um, but that is another opportunity for the Grizzlies to get a win. Hopefully. Uh, it's going to start with Joel Embiid, though. Yeah. No, I'm, man, Joel Embiid is always not a fun person to play. No, and that's not. the first game against DeAnthony Melton. He's probably going to torture uh, us. DeAnthony going to be <laughs> He's, he's going to be 30. ready. He's going to be ready. Uh, but, no, on tonight, the only thing that does scare me about Cat is something that you and I talk about a lot when it comes mm-hmm. to the Timberwolves. We love Ant. I love Ant. I, I will mix no bones about it. I love Anthony Edwards. I think he is – a star in the making. He's going to be a top 10 player for a really long time. Absolutely. Every time they play the Grizzlies, Ant has like 20-something in the first half, Mm. and then he like never scores again because they don't give him the ball. Yeah. I think with Cat out, you're looking at Ant's – his percentage uses is going to go up way up. And I I think that's a good thing. That's why I'm saying they might look better because I think – they're going to realize, hey, our best player's in. Exactly. If they haven't already. I hope they because have already. Because you and I but. attended the Timberwolves-Grizzlies game, not the playoff matchup, no, but the regular season the matchup Mathias last year. One. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Edwards, we looked at each other at halftime because Ant had 25 in the yeah. first half. He damn near had the same in this regular this season matchup. Yeah. But then they forgot. He He's, played. He, yeah. yeah. He literally had two points in the second half, and D'Lo thought he was Michael Jordan in the second half. Oh, yeah. I'm interested to see if D'Angelo Russell plays better without Carl Anthony Towns out there as well. If he can get activated in the pick and roll for 3D Gobert. Do they they need to move off D'Angelo. I'm sorry. They do. I, I Everyone and their mom expected them to move off move D'Angelo, D'Angelo. Russell, yeah. Russell in the summer, and they just did not. I was just... I was, And I will still never understand that trade as long as I live, but... D'Angelo Russell not being a part of that Rudy Gobert trade still just baffles me. And, and what baffles me even more is you and I listened to the mismatch, Kevin O'Connor, Chris Vernon. KOC thought, like, there was writers out there, NBA national writers that thought this was a good trade. <laughs> and it makes it no sense. No sense at all. No. Because Carl Anthony Towns plays better at the five. He's in an offensive advantage because he brings a big out to the three-point line. At a four, now he's having to guard, you know, big, small forwards, and it makes him a liability defensively. And then also a four has no problem going out to the three-point line. It took away Carl Anthony Towns' biggest weapon. Yes. That was his versatility at the five. Putting him at the four, he's not a unicorn anymore. Like, obviously, that's a – unicorn is a statement that gets thrown out there way too much. But, like – him at the five is a problem because exactly. he's athletic. It was Steven a problem Adams for the Grizzlies. Play. Yeah, he played Stephen Adams off the floor. And it Xavier ruined. Tillman was in the damn game. 
<laughs> X played no regular season minutes. He hasn't X played is now. playing in South Haven. I know. Right now. He asked for that, by the way. I did get. I know he, he I, asked I know. for that, but he still, even if he didn't ask for that, his ass would be at the end of the bench. Like, oh no, because I love X, but he's not a rotational guy no. right now. No, and the fact that he started playoff minutes because we had that much problems with that's, and so that's why the first thought when I saw Rudy Gobert, I'm like, why? Yeah, you took away your biggest asset, yes. and that was the problems you created for exactly. other teams defensively. So I still don't get it. And I'm going to be honest with you, there was a statement you made during the offseason that if a certain team was playing outside on your basketball court, you would close the blinds. Shout out Chris Verde. I've watched more Utah Jazz games than I've watched Minnesota Timberwolves yeah, games. Exactly. They're boring. They're they not a fun team to They're watch. Not, and they don't like each other no. either. That's the thing. I, I hate that we're probably going to talk all this shit about them and we somehow find a way to we're lose. We're going to lose? <laughs> yeah, but it, it, I'm still going to talk shit about the Timberwolves yeah. because we in Minnesota now. We in Minnesota now. We and you know, Minnesota. fail. Let's get to the comment section. Spartan comment, John ja Morant is MVP. How do you feel about his MVP race right now? You and I were talking about Luca off air, about what the hell he did last night. How do you see the MVP race cooking right now? I see. Luka. Chat, let me know what y'all want to talk about, by the way. Luca is a one-man show right now. Yes, he is. He's so dang good. But also, fun fact about Luca, I still think Luca's my pick for it. Mm -hmm. um, sadly. Not sadly. He's awesome. But uh, they showed a stat. They said everybody who claimed Luca needs help, he had help. And Jalen Brunson and Chris Stapps Porzingis are having like their best year Chris Stapps had 41 the other yeah. night. They're having like career years. Or maybe not Chris Stapps because those first years in New, New York Knicks were kind of legendary. But like they're both having like insane years. They're like, Luca had help. They just didn't win. Facts. Um, but Luca, I mean, dude, 33 and a half, eight and a half. And I think he's averaging like nine rebounds. Mm -hmm. He's an animal. He is. is my pick right now. He's everyone's pick right now. But look, we're 20 games in. A lot can change in the back oh, 60. A lot can change. I think John Morant can still definitely win that award. He was both of our pick, obviously, because we're both Memphis Grizzlies fans. Nice. But Jaws having a fantastic year as well. Luca's just been that much more Luke's incredible. So damn good. <laughs> Kevin Durant's in the conversation. Jason Tatum right smack in the middle of how good the Celtics play, and Giannis is always there as well. Oh, yeah. And Nikola Jokic is somehow still getting those numbers every Dude. single night. They're just a team that I feel like nobody talks about, mm -hmm. and I swear they're going to be a problem. Yes. They're going to be. Like, I mean, Michael Porter Jr. is still shooting like 45% from three when he plays, which for those of y'all that don't know, Michael Porter Jr. has always been an incredible three-point shooter. Yes. <laughs> I did not know that until he came on my fantasy team, but, mm. dude, the Nuggets are definitely going to be a team we got to watch out for. Absolutely. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about with Grizzlies-wise right now? Because I feel like it's such an exciting time, winning two straight, hopefully three. I really feel like we have an opportunity to win five with oh, yeah. Timberwolves tonight. I believe the 76ers Friday and Sunday. I believe we have a bunny. I can't remember who our Sunday let's, game let's look, is, let's look, let's look. but I believe uh, it's somebody easy, maybe somebody we can I, cruise. I really hope so. I hope so too. We we need some easy well, games. To come I'm in talking here. like this. We're gonna fuck around and lose tonight, but we are gonna lose tonight just because we've talked. Y'all so hear much me crap. knocking, all right? Yeah, mm. Mate, mm. we're knocking on wood. Exactly. My headache. <laughs> <laughs> but so we got yeah Timberwolves, Philly, a banged up Philly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Detroit. That's, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> and then Miami, OKC, Detroit. And is, is Detroit at home? Detroit's away. Damn, Damn I was no, hoping we uh, Zach Kleiman be sick, sitting in there thinking, oh, oh that's an eBay. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, so we're on the road at Minnesota, then we come home from Philly, then go on the road to Detroit, and then we're – So D'Anthony Melton returned. Quick Kyle and D'Anthony uh, I know. Back-to-back -back Kyle and D'Anthony. Yeah. And then uh, uh, we got at home against Miami, OKC, Detroit – 
Atlanta and Milwaukee. So we're about to have a five game home stretch here, here for the next couple Also weeks. excited that Jay Nivey gets to verse John Morant because Jay Nivey sat on the bench. Those of you who don't know, Jay Nivey's mom was an assistant coach for the Grizzlies, Jaws rookie year, I believe. Yeah. And so Jay Nivey kind of grew up, you know, in high school in the Grizzlies right. locker room. And then, dope. of course, his NBA comp was John Morant. Exactly. <laughs> ja, that, that, Jay Nivey was his pick for rookie of the year. Yeah. But speaking of Rookie of the Year, Benedict Matherin, my God. Hope, I'm glad we don't have to play the Pacers anytime soon. Shout out to Tyrese Halliburton and uh, and uh, Andrew Nimhard. You know, Jack. Here we go. I can't wait to talk about Ole Miss uh, re-signing their bum coach and the guy you wanted going to Auburn. That's funny. I wasn't even about to go there. I was about to make fun of myself we, and then hype myself back up. I know. Damn, I, I, know. I, thought, I thought you were going to – I thought you were going to uh, – Talk oh, shit no, about I was, how I hate Tyrese Oliver. No, 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 no. Sorry, no, I was just no, prepping. no, no. I'm scarred. That was pre, pre, pre. My co-host scars the shit out of me. Uh, I've made a lot of wrong picks this year. God, we're sick. I've made a lot of wrong picks. <laughs> I'll say it. Benedict Matherin as the sleeper for Rookie of the Year was not one of them. Oh my God. All those people out there, Sam Paolo. We make 95 picks. You throw 95 hooks in the water, you're going to catch a fish. Damn straight. But you know how wrong I was on a lot of the other ones? Also, the fact that I put Mississippi State as third in the SEC West and I was right. Hell yeah, damn right, No, baby. that was – you did not genuinely believe that. I did pick that. that. You, I did pick that. You wanted – you just oh, set I wanted your bar low. You're like, a, you're like me as a Tennessee know. fan. You set your bar low. Yeah, and we were and awesome, and we still ain't four. <laughs> we suck, dude. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Shout out to Grizz. Grizz. Yeah, shout out to him. Grizz are going to get it tonight. It's going to be a massacre. Nice. We're going to get to see Kennedy Chandler. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> Parth, what's up in the chat? Who is everyone's favorite NBA team? Ours is obviously the Grizzlies. Grizz. Chat, if it's not the Grizzlies, let, let us know for sure. TFGs, what's up, my guy? Chat, anything else you... Uh, that you guys want to talk about before you head out of here. We're excited for the T-Wolves game tonight. How much do you think the Grizzlies win by? We both are obviously predicting the Grizzlies win. How much do you think the Grizzlies win by? I'm seeing a, I'm feeling a 125-110. Nice oh. little 15-point dub. I feel a little ballsy. I'm feeling about a 122 to... 90? 97. Can we, can we get a team under 100 once? God damn. <laughs> I'm, not t- I'm not going all the way to 90. Have but we, we are guaranteed losing right now. Yeah, we're definitely losing. We're definitely losing. Have we kept a team under – no, we haven't kept a team under 90 points all year, so uh-huh. that happens tonight. I'm feeling it. Uh-oh. Oh, you here for it? Charlotte got – we had back-to-back games under 90. We're fourth in the West right now, aren't we? Sorry making you look all this shit nah, on the spot. But I got it right here. I, I, got, a, I got a stream going over here on my computer. No, nah, you good. The you East good. has been – are you still riding with the Cavs of the Celtics in the East? Cause I know I posted that video today because I generally had nothing else to post. Yeah, but I was just no. I gotta ride with the Cavs. Understand best off season. Yeah, best off season. Second. You still think the Jazz is the best off season? They're still. In That's the comedic. By the way, those of you who don't know, him and I had an off season argument. He thinks the Utah Jazz is the best off season in the entire NBA with the Donovan Mitchell and the Rudy Gobert trade. I thought the Rudy Gobert trade was great for them. Donovan Mitchell, I felt like they sold, so I chose the Cavs. Because Donovan Mitchell just made them a championship contender. And now he's picking the Cavs to go to the finals, but still say, saying they are the second best offseason, and they're going to the fucking NBA finals. I picked them to go to the finals before the Donovan Mitchell trade. <laughs> and then I was like, look, that just makes me look like a genius because now they're going to be no, even it better. it makes you look retarded. No, it doesn't. You I picked, picked the, I picked them to oh go to God, the finals. You picked the Cavs I picked to go them to go to the finals. finals. I said Because we said sleep, uh, who we got They didn't make it all the play-in last year. I know, and we said... Who's the sleeper teams this year? And I said the Cavs are going to the finals. No. 
I did, did I know they were going to get Shmoke Donovan Mitchell? No. Smoke But, I mean, they got Donovan Mitchell, which made it even better. So, yes, they had the second best offseason because I felt like they had to yeah. give up more <laughs> to get Donovan Mitchell as opposed to what they gave up for Rudy Gobert. Oh, my God. So, like, I thought they had to give up a little bit more. And the Jazz were awesome. I, I'm here for it. Chat, y'all be sure to leave a like on the stream. Keanu thinks it's 98 to 120 the score will be tonight. Hopefully, that's the Grizzlies I way. like that. I, I like, like that, that, too. That's Grizzlies. Hoping it's the Grizzlies way, yeah, for sure. And, chat, let us know how you think the score will break down tonight. When what do you think uh, Zaire Williams is coming back? I think Zaire will be back that Christmas Day game. Championship Cavs before Don is crazy. I'm telling you, bro, you're fucking crazy. I, you heard me say that though, because you know, I just after they tr- after they traded for Donovan Mitchell, you were like, now you really think they're? I was like, dude, I look like a genius. Oh no, you look like you're fucking crazy. Well, dude, I need to stop laughing, I, man. I'm about to hack up a lung with how sick I am right now. I, By the way, our voices do not normally sound like. Yeah, this. we're we're octaves lower today, but yeah. I I liked them because I was like Darius Garland was awesome last year, and I think he's going to take another. Leap. Okay. I was like, I love Evan Mobley. You know I, how much I loved Evan Mobley. Okay. I was when the Grizzlies traded up uh, to get Zaire. I thought they were going to trade up again and try to get Mobley. I was wrong about Evan. Um, and so I liked that team a lot. And I was like, and Colin Sexton's coming back after injury. And I was like, with Colin Sexton and uh, Karis Levert, I was like, you you have a guy that can potentially get twenty out of one of those two. Obviously, they got Donovan Mitchell, so now you easily get a guy that For gets sure. twenty. But I was like, they had the pieces in place, and Jared Allen. Don't let me forget him. Kevin Love, Ricky Rubio. I was like, they have pieces in place. Do you think Karis Levert's the right fit there? Because I I don't know. I'm starting to shake out. I it sounded so good on paper, but he's just so inconsistent. He literally had forty the other night and had two the next game. I think Karis Levert's a. A player that can fit on any team. And the reason I say that is because I feel like he can't be a six-man anywhere because at the end of the day, I feel like you're wanting somebody to come off and be a microwave. And he might, he might have a would slow take, night, but he might also be awesome. Would you take him or Jordan Clarkson on the Grizzlies? Say it. Say it. I can't he say he hates Jordan Clarkson. I do not hate he Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. I do not. That's he's a, a former six-man of the year. With some former, and how bad was he last year? Jordan, he was Jordan awful Clarkson. last year. And he's Bro, also, everyone actually, on that team it. was know, awful last year. I know who year. I got. I know who I got. I'm two thinking. years ago, he was six-man of the year. You act like it was Jamal Crawford, 2011. It was two years ago. He, was, <sighs> he went from he went from 18 and a half points to 16. <laughs> Dude, we're talking about a two-point drop. Uh, I, would take, I would take Karis LeVert solely on the fact that he's younger. All right, we got 103-119. Grizz, appreciate you, Parth. I love that. Appreciate it. Haas says, when do you think Desmond Bain will be back? That's the question of the day, a, man. I'm feeling about a week and a half. Yeah. I I, like honestly, I would, I'm going to say a week. I'm going to say a week. Here. Because I did see on Twitter, yes, we were in the garden on Sunday, uh, Madison Square Garden, playing the Knicks. Before that game, he did warm up. No brace, nothing. Desmond Bain was out on the floor warming up. So I feel like they wouldn't be throwing him out there pregame warm-ups. If he wasn't coming back If soon. he wasn't coming back yeah. soon. It, the real question is when he's going to speak to the media and when he shows up as doubtful on the Andrew Report. We'll be looking out for both those things because obviously we had a live reaction to John Morant coming back last week. I yeah. loved it. The fact that you called that was kind of dope. I mean, I I, none of us called it Tuesday. No, but yeah. like when you saw him doubtful, you were like, he's 1,000% playing against the Pelicans. Yeah. Which – I was happy. It was, was awesome. Happy. I, I We'd seen the movie before with all the freaking injuries we Jared, had. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Bane is back probably that tail end of our next home stretch. Mm-hmm. Maybe Atlanta and Milwaukee, which is December 12th, which that's a little bit long, but I'm, I'm going to keep my – What did you say for Zaire? Sorry, I zoned out. Zaire, 
I low-key, they, they're so They're so hush-hush. This it. is really reminding me, Zaire, I do not feel confident about Because no. this reminds me of Jared two years ago. They didn't say a word, yeah. and we looked up, and it, it was supposed to be uh, before Christmas, Christmas never happened, MLK, MLK never happened, and then we looked up, end of April, Jared yeah. was coming back. Hopeful Zaire's back Christmas Day. That's yeah. that's the that's, day. If, that's what I'm hopeful. If for. both Bane and Zaire don't play, but they come back Christmas Day, I'll be yes. Happy. I'm absolutely there for it. Uh, Mikey said, "You still think Ja for MVP?" Coopy and I were just talking about this. We both are on Luca for sure. But I do love Ja. Mm-hmm. Uh, Par says, "You think my Wizards will make the playoffs?" Dude, Cooper and I, we we shot on the Wizards in the offseason, but they have been fantastic. So I think they could make the playoffs with the the way the back end of the East, anything can happen right now. Currently sitting at 11-10, 7th in the East, half a game out of six. You catch Washington in a one-off play-in situation, I think they can beat anybody right now. It's only 20 games in, but we'll see. Dude, Chris Tapps is revitalizing his career. He's revitalizing it, absolutely. He's just becoming a new man. He is, bro. He is. You got anything else DC, for Grizz Talk? The Wizards. <laughs> you done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> you got anything else for Grizz Talk? <laughs> I don't, but go Grizz. They're going to mop the floors tonight. I'm here for it. And by the way, y'all be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5.30, our Hampton Sports Podcast. We talk about all the NBA teams in there, all the NFL teams, a little bit of college football in there as well. Y'all be sure to like and subscribe on the stream. Thank y'all so much. Hope y'all have a great, great night. Enjoy that Grizz game tonight. Go